0: Hello beautiful people, hello beautiful world, welcome back. My name is Ashley Bernice, and in today's episode, we will be discussing the number one thing that will make or break your self-improvement journey as you attempt and you will succeed, trust me, if you follow what I'm saying. But as you attempt to go on the self-improvement journey with ease, Let's talk about that one thing that will make or break your journey. So you've probably heard the saying, your attitude determines your altitude. I know when I was younger, I heard that all the time, especially in primary school, around grade, like three, four, when we started to have attitudes, they were like, Hey, 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 your attitude determines your altitude. But how about your mindset determines what you get? I know it sounds corny, but attitude and altitude sounds corny too. Hello? No one said anything about that. (laughs) It's corny, but it's true. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how important mindset is on this journey of self-improvement with ease and how to change your mindset in order to get what you are striving for. Now, last week, we discussed how to define exactly what vehicle you should be using to go down the self-improvement journey, right? But what happens when you're in the right vehicle, but tuned into the wrong station? What happens when you are going down the right path using the gift you were given, but for some reason, you just can't Get your actions to line up with what you know. And you're probably like, does that happen? Yes, baby, it happens. There can be this feeling of um, resistance within us when we figured out who we are. We figured out the vehicle that we're supposed to be using. But for some reason, we just can't get it right. We're trying, we're trying, we're doing, we're doing, but our actions are not lining up with what we know naturally when this happens we start to examine our actions and tweak you know the little things that we should be doing like okay maybe i shouldn't be waking up at six i should be getting up at five five a.m come <laughs> okay maybe i shouldn't be only walking 30 minutes a day i should be walking 90 minutes a day you know or maybe i shouldn't um i'm running down examples here or maybe I should try working out in the evening, or maybe I should try working on my business or my big idea in the evening time instead the morning. And we start to, you know, do these little tweaks and tweaks and tweaks and tweaks and tweaks. Thinking that this must be the answer. Switching up the actions to suit me must be the answer to um, getting my actions in line, right? because something cannot be done unless something is done (laughs) so you that's the logical thinking to change your actions to tweak our routines and to try something new and there's nothing wrong with that all right but y'all know me i'm here to challenge what you already believe i'm here to challenge what you think you already know not to say you don't know it but just to challenge it to give you a new perspective because sometimes all we need you don't need to look at a new picture You just need to look at the picture and you wait, and you'll be shocked to see what is revealed to you. Once you take that conscious decision, take a step back, close your eyes, open it again, go to the side just a little bit and look at the picture a different way. That's all I'm here to do. All right. So you're doing all these tweaks and it's still not lining up. Right. And you're wondering what is going on? Let me tell you nine times out of ten it's not our actions that need to be examined but instead it's our mindset it is at this point that we have to ask ourselves what type of mindset am i in right now truly not what type of mindset I think i'm in but what type of mindset am i in where is my headspace at It's at this point that we must ask that important question. So let's continue on this journey that we're on, right? Last week, we had a big epiphany and the epiphany was, I need to get to understand who I am, examine that thing that I've had all my life and this is the key to where I need to go. So we have the epiphany. What do we do? Usually when we get an epiphany, what do we do? We start doing the things (laughs) we start doing this, that, and the third, because as I said, in order for something to be done, it must be done. So it only makes sense that we start acting on what we have just come to understand. The only issue is when we start acting right away, we realize that we get tripped up, um, for some reason we either can't stay consistent or we lose the zeal or just the appeal to act in the way that we know we should act. And we ask ourselves, why is this happening? Why can't I get it right? And usually it's at this point where we start to sort of beat ourselves up (laughs) and it's just like, why can't you get it? Just do what you're supposed to do. You know what you're supposed to do. You can't just do it. Right. It's usually at this point that this happens, and you know, you're asking, why does this happen? (laughs) I got the epiphany loud and clear. I fully understand the epiphany and I'm in full agreement with that epiphany and that revelation that I got. So why are my actions following through? Now, this is a question that I battled with for months. When I fell into depression um, because of what was going on around me and I got the epiphany that this is not how my life was meant to be. When I wasn't staying consistent and I got the epiphany that consistency is the key to where I am meant to be. When I wasn't pouring into my relationships and I got the epiphany that I must nurture these relationships that I have because this is also going to help me to become what. I am meant to be and to becoming more, hint, hint. When I got these epiphanies, I realized I still wasn't staying consistent, so I was battling with the question, why? Why aren't my actions lining up with the things that I know? I kept asking God, why? I know what I'm supposed to do. And I'm a doer, I usually do. What I'm supposed to do, I follow the rules most times (laughs) because some rules were meant to be broken. Like I have this thing where sometimes I say laws are laws. Those can be broken, but rules, they're a little shaky. And when I say laws, I'm not talking about the laws of the land. I'm talking about laws of existence. (laughs) Okay. But that's a side note. So I kept asking God, why, 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 why are my actions lining up? Why can't I just get it right? And then I realized the epiphany isn't enough. It must be backed by something greater than just the realization. So I say, okay. The epiphany isn't enough. It must be backed by something greater than the realization. So what's that greater thing? And I kept thinking. And again, I went back to God. I said, God, I need to know. Now, sometimes God will send people in your lives to answer some of the questions that you've been asking him. Sometimes he'll whisper it in your ear himself. But sometimes he'll say, go to the word. And this is not a Bible study type of podcast, but (laughs) I love me the Bible because it has so many truths in it. So you're going to hear us talk about it now and again. And this just happens to be one of those times. So in this moment, I was struggling and trying to figure out what, what is that greater thing? What is greater than the realization? Like (laughs) We hear knowledge is power, knowledge is power, knowledge is power, right? I got the knowledge, I got the epiphany. What's greater than that? What more could I need in order to get my act together? And God said, go to the word. So, being the obedient little child I am, I went to the word. And in Romans 12, verse 2, and I'm going to read it because I don't want to mess it up. It says and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god let me read it again and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove What is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? I want us to focus on one particular part. It says, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. If you grew up in the church or you've heard any sermon, you've probably heard this particular verse before. But... I want you to sort of allow what you know to become dormant as we enter into this conversation to really dissect what's going on here, but be transformed by the renewing of your right. In reading this, I realized that the only way for our actions to change is for our mindset to change. Be transformed by the renewing of my mind. So it's not just for me to have an epiphany and an understanding, but it's for my mind to be renewed, changed, then and only then can I be transformed. In other words, can my actions change? Can't happen any other way. That, that's just the... Bah, bah. That's just the order of things let's say so if you're currently in the stage where you had the epiphany and you are trying to do the thing and you know you know what you know but for some reason your actions are not lining up it may be because you skip this step and don't worry don't beat yourself up about it because a lot of people skip this step I skip this step Right? But you're ahead because you have now come into the knowledge of the fact that you may have skipped a step and you can address it. Like, come on. Remember the only constant is change. So what you know can also change and evolve and transform. Don't sweat it. So we realize that we must change our mindset in order to truly change our actions, in order to truly be transformed. But first, we have to understand what does it even mean to renew our mindset? What does it even mean to change our mindset? Because I don't think there's much wrong with my mindset, right? I think my mindset is fine, but I challenge you that your mindset or your idea of what your mindset is may be a little skewed. Now let's look at the process of truly changing our minds. Now when you think about your mind okay when you think about your mind can I remember renewing of the mind what comes to your mind? <laughs> We're saying mind a lot. <laughs> so when you think about your mind what do you think of? you think about your thoughts? That's the first thing I think of. Then I clear like, okay, let's go a little deeper. I think about my beliefs. I think about my values because those are all up here. All of these things influence the way I think, right? So these are things that no one else sees your beliefs, your values. What do these all have in common? These are the things that make you who you truly are. In other words, your identity. Yeah. So following that line of thinking, we can arrive to the conclusion that in order to truly change your mindset, to renew the mind, we must have a shift in identity. That is the only way because our mind is made up of the things that make us who we truly are. And the things that make us who we truly are is who we identify as. And if we do not have a shift in identity then how will the mind be renewed how will the mindset change we must have a shift in identity before we can change our mindset but what we have been doing is trying to do the thing do the action you know just do 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 and not realizing that we have to go back and if we are looking to change our mindset we must shift our identity because our identity is really what fuels the mindset, not the other way around. Now, in this particular scripture, Paul was speaking to the new Christian, because at the time, Jesus had just ascended. Christianity was new. Paul was speaking to those people. And what he was telling them was that They shouldn't conform to the world's way of doing things, which for them, it would be like um, how the Greek were doing things. They shouldn't conform to that, but instead they should be transformed, changing their actions by renewing their mind, by shifting their identity. And where are they shifting their identity from? They're shifting their identity from just being Jews and Gentiles to being the people that Yeshua, Jesus Christ, came to this earth to die for. So that's why he was trying to get them to understand that you must shift your identity to understand that you are exactly who God sent Jesus to die for. That's what he was saying. Because now from that shift in identity, their actions are going to line up. And their actions are going to show to the world around them the perfect good and acceptable will of god so you realize that paul didn't start from hey y'all need y'all know something right now y'all know about jesus so change how you act no he said you know about jesus So shift your identity to understand that you are who he came to die for and then you will be transformed. Your actions will change. So that is when I realized that it only makes sense that if we are trying to fulfill this will, which in our case would be the epiphany that we had. So if we're trying to fulfill this will, trying to, you know, bring this epiphany to light, then it only makes sense that I check my identity, shift my identity from someone who does not understand this epiphany to someone who does. So then you start asking yourself the question, how would someone who understands this epiphany identify? And it is... Through that line of thinking that we'll be able to shift our identity, which will then shift our actions. Man, oh man, man, oh man. I think that sometimes it, it's so easy to, it's so easy to think how you are told to think okay it's very easy we are told what we're supposed to watch y'all know netflix be showing us trending and it makes you wonder is it really trending or are you making it trend <laughs> Well we're told what to watch we're told what career path to choose we're told what to believe sometimes and it's like, wow, they're like, just how we go throughout this world can be so orchestrated. And it's in these little things where it's like, so why didn't anyone tell me when I was growing up that to make lasting change, I have to have an identity shift. So I got a little bit annoyed. Cause I'm like, everyone should know this. Everyone should know that in order to have lasting change, and really do the things that match up with what you know. You just have to shift your identity. And I say just, and I'm not saying that it's going to be the easiest thing you've ever done because maybe (laughs) it won't be the easiest thing you've ever done, but you can do it with ease because you've already gone through the process of understanding who you are, right? So now you can start to dissect. How would a person who understands this epiphany act or identify? And so this is why I like to do my videos and record. And because these are concepts that I know are imperative to living a life that is truly meaningful, that really means something like can like really Change you and the people around you can really bless you and the people around you because I have this core belief that if everyone does what they were meant to do, the world would be utopia, <laughs> the world would be perfect <laughs> because we would understand what our role is and lean into that fully. And so these revelations and these epiphanies that we have, they are not by happenstance. It's literally just a glimpse of, hey, intent. And so when we get these hints and these winks, it's not for us to say, oh, I got a hint. Oh, thank you. Now, how do I allow my actions to line up with this understanding? That brings us to the question, how do I shift my identity? Now shifting your identity is a process. It takes time. So don't think that you're just going to wake up tomorrow morning and you're a brand new person. Some people, they've said they've done it. (laughs) They said they woke up the next day, felt like a new human being. Okay. But it will take time. It will take time. So let's go through the process of. What it takes to shift your identity. If you watched our last episode, then you probably have already started the process for number one, but I still want you to sort of take a breath, take a moment and think about it and respond to it. So the first step would be to, of course, identify your current identity. So you want to take some time and sort of reflect, write down how you currently define yourself. That's all. I don't want you to think about what you want to change, nothing like that. Just write down what you currently identify as or who you currently identify as. That's step number one. Step number two is now to examine this epiphany that you've been trying to line up your actions with. Examine and see, hmm, how would someone who truly understands this epiphany identify? How would they act? What are some of the things? would do all right and once you do that then you can sort of line it up and say okay i'm falling short here because this person identifies as a confident person and right now i don't identify as a confident person and you just go through and you see and again this is not a competition you're doing it with yourself okay you're doing this to understand what is going on and so you're able to see the gaps of where you're trying to get to because if you cannot see exactly what is missing there's no way for you to fill it we've been told to run and hide from what does not look good or what does not feel good but it's in these not so cute moments moments that don't really feel too good that true change comes because that's when we're able to identify what is lacking and do what we need to do, pour the sand, pour the dirt, pour the light, pour the goodness to fill that gap. All right. After you've done that and you identify the gaps, I want you to know, get into a practice of self awareness. And that basically just means to pay attention to your thoughts pay attention to your feelings and pay attention to your behaviors and there are no time limits on this this is a journey and for most persons this journey of becoming more never ends right but for what we're discussing which is aligning our actions with our epiphanies it will come to an end because there will be a day trust me when you wake up and you realize that everything that you do is so aligned with exactly the understanding that you have. So I want you to practice self-awareness, pay attention to the things that you think, to your behaviors, to how you respond to things and. Examine, but not in a judgmental way. Just look at it and be like, hmm, I wonder why I thought that. So while you are examining your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, I want you to start to notice when you start to sort of shift back into your old identity or when these thoughts, reactions, behaviors, feelings start to align with that old identity. Just notice and then start to see how you can ensure that they align with this new identity. The fourth step in this process is to shift your self talk. Self talk is a huge, huge, huge contributor to the things that we believe about ourselves and how we perceive ourselves. You know, persons often say be careful of how you speak to others you know be kind to others but we have to be kind to ourselves so i went to start to notice when am i not so kind to me because it is in this unkindness to ourselves that we can sometimes start to go into old behaviors and old patterns without realizing it and the reason we're not realizing it is because we are so Wrapped up in the unkindness that we're delving out to us. So we feel bad because someone is being unkind to us. Who's that someone? Us. And so because we're feeling bad, we're not even noticing that, whoa, wait, my actions are shifting right now. My actions are not like the person or, you know, the type of person that I am on this journey to becoming. And this next step in this process is, for me, my favorite one, because it's so small, but it has such a big impact. And that is to take small action towards that identity. One of my favorite books, Atomic Habits. I don't know if it's here. Oh, yeah, it is here. <laughs> Because I have my big bookshelf and I have my baby bookshelf. (laughs) Um, But yes, I love this book. Atomic Habits is, um, it's just good. If you haven't read it, go read it. Okay. Um, But James Clear, the author in the book, he speaks about casting votes for your identity. Casting votes for your identity. And this is when you take very small actions, very small steps towards the identity that you were able to define earlier. You take very small steps towards that. So once you have recognized that, okay, someone who understands this particular thing and does these actions consistently, oftentimes they do this so for me someone who takes care of themselves and loves themselves unconditionally what do they do the least is drink water every day <laughs> so i start my morning by drinking water every day because i am casting a vote towards that identity so i want to think about what are some of the small actions small steps that i can take to cast votes towards that identity and lastly celebrate your successes take the time to acknowledge that wow i am doing it i am moving into who i am meant to be take the time to really just bask in what you're doing we think that it has to be something huge in order for us to celebrate No, baby, it could just be you waking up and drinking water like yes i dropped my water today do a little dance do something to allow yourself to realize wow i'm being acknowledged maybe i should continue on this path and in closing i want you to remember that this is going to be a process things take time and in the end it will be worth it you'll be so proud of yourself all right you guys i want to thank you so so much for watching today's episode don't forget watching and listening (laughs) don't forget to like share comment subscribe rate the podcast share this with your friends and i will see you in the next video thank you so much for being here i appreciate having your ear and having your eyes i've been ashley Renice, your host and i'll see you in the next one or i guess speak to you in the next one you see when you're doing both it can get confusing But it's fine, because we are walking in purpose all 2023. Hey, 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 hey. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. I will talk to you later. Bye.